I, I need to go and see Deadpool again, though. Like, I need to see it tomorrow. I was so, or tonight, I was so tired when I saw it because it was 11-something showing, and I've worked really long hours all week, and I was just like, I was, I was awake, but there were moments, I mean, I was also a little bit in college, and uh, that probably was why. I, at a certain point, I was just like, what? And I think this is just not a movie, this is not a movie, you have to go in with your your brain on straight, like, don't drink, don't do anything because there's so many things at least the first time you see it that you're just like did i see that like is that something that just happened they made a really good joke of it actually in the credits but all right full spoiler alerts that we're back to a review friends Woo! after what was probably the weirdest episode we've ever had well i enjoyed it um actually i was told that it was uh, a favorite non-review episode the favorite non-review episode so wow. I mean I think so apparently sleep sleep deprivation it looks real good on me and you are an incredibly patient uh co-host. Should we raise a kid together? That sounds uh, that's what that sounds like. Patience, patience no, and sleep deprivation. No, we shouldn't. Cuz we'd okay. be like we should homeschool and like <laughs> no, I want them to spell and <laughs> Listen, miss. You're s- it's probably undiagnosed <laughs> dyslexia, so leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, your sister spells just fine. Um, <laughs> All three of them spell very well. I just The thing is, I you speak very well, I and I think anything. sometimes our brains go faster than our, our fingers can. That's what she said. Um, so full spoilers. We're back to a review. We're reviewing Deadpool 2, Mr. Pool 2, and... Uh, Yep. The pool the uh we're, we're we're deep into review country now because we've got Deadpool. And next week, what do we have? We have Solo. Uh, yes, we Because do. you know what? Yes, Don do. Glover. Colin, now taking over the world. And I'm okay with it. I'm sitting back. I'm relaxing. I'm having my iced tea now because he's what I needed in my life. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> uh, Austin friend of the show, my co-host on 20 Minutes of Banter, put it best when he said, oh, are you going to go to This Is America featuring Star Wars next I like weekend? that. I think we have the title of right. our our solo pod. Because I want to call it solo yeah, pod. Yeah, there we go. Now, that you makes know, it, it sound makes so it sound sad. makes it sound like we have no friends, which we do. We have at least three. Yes. Victory. We could start so our Dan, own super team. So, Dan, if you team. were to... I mean, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, I think they ended up with like three people. Uh, it yeah. started out with more. Uh, Dan, what would you say was the, your internal like noise that you made after you saw Deadpool? Because I feel like everyone has like a like, yeah, or a huh kind of reaction to movies. Until the end credit sequence began, I went, huh. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. I laughed out loud uproariously. Um, fr- uh, the Some of the jokes were just like tailor-made for me. That but is true. Until the end credit sequence, I was like, oh, man. But then I was like, oh, is Vanessa maybe alive? Because if she got fridged without ever Great. getting her I'm powers, glad you brought in the term she's fridge. a mutant. 
we've never we've never uh, discussed fridging I was just... before. Uh, right, we certainly didn't just talk about it in our we Infinity did, but we Wars don't we didn't podcast, refer to it as fridging. Um, which there right. was so much fridging right. in this movie. I'm... Like, let's. Ah, uh, and they just kept opening the door and closing it again. She was just oh, she remember she's in the fridge. I just want you to remember that. Where's Kate? Also by this in the thing. fridge. That is a full packed fridge. Hopes in the freezer. Uh, God, <laughs> yeah, hopes up in the freezer. Fridging is when you you give someone motivation by killing the person that's most important to them. In case you're wondering, yep. it is. It's uh, yep, a coin term that comes from a, a Green Lantern comic. Kyle Reiner, when he was Green Lantern in the '90s, comes home and one of his villains has not only killed his girlfriend, but then stuffed her body into the refrigerator and wrote a note that said, "There's a sur- there there's a surprise for you in the fridge." XOXO. That is uh, what a majority of the female characters in this film were in this in this particular iteration of Deadpool. I mean, we've of course got the the snappy the snappy teen who is now openly gay. Which you know, were we surprised? No, <laughs> good for her. Yeah, good for and with her. An adorable Asian girlfriend. Uh, hi, Wade. Hi, Yukio. The Start of this movie with his little round the world globe trotting murder fest. Um, it was fun. It was like, oh yeah, we're back in action. Remember that highway scene? Like this is we're starting I, I in a liked similar that. vein. I felt like it brought it back to the original uh, non-linear timeline that happened in Deadpool because I felt like at least the first what forty-five minutes, it's sort of all over the place. They didn't do it fully for that, but I thought yeah. it was a good bring, uh, like kind of callback to it, because the rest of this film did not feel very much like that movie, which is good, but was very very surprising. If you you know if you tiptoe around the the fridging at the top there, and just look at it as. I don't know, a Shane Black movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> like kids in trouble, got to save the kid or something like that. I I really, I thought structurally it was fun. It was, it was a good time. It's like a very basic setup. Go save the kid along the way. Save yourself. That, that um, was that moment where he said, I told you it was so a family movie. And I'm just like, Pfft. yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, I no, I'm not no. having this. Um, <laughs> And the kid pulls himself away with the rope. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. funny, though, because they really... I had a discussion today about the movie um, where they really did kind of, especially in the end trailer, uh, the last few trailers, they really pushed up the like whole X-Force thing. How it's like, it's X-Force, X-Force. It's this whole new group of people, and you're like, oh, who's that? Oh, who's that? Terry Crews? What? Oh, no. And... That was like a scene and a half of this movie. And like yep. it was one of those moments where yep. I was watching it. And I, was, I had a lot of these actually where I was just like, what? I was shocked that they would just start killing people off like that. And, I, and like not small actors like Terry Crews has a good job. We've got a Skarsgård. Yeah, I, I love seeing Bill Skarsgård you know, in it. I, Penny, see, I was like Pennywise. Right? What I was you like Pennywise. Got Brad Pitt just vanishing. <laughs> what are you doing in here? 
That was the single greatest cameo I've ever I, seen I, in a superhero I movie. I protest because I had an ongoing argument about when Cable comes in and there's the two rednecks debating. And I'm like, is that Alan Tudyk? I'm pretty sure that's Alan Tudyk. Is that Alan Tudyk? And the guy next to me is like, no, it's not Alan mm-hmm. Tudyk. It's not Alan Tudyk. He was looking at the other guy, not thinking to look at that guy. So convinced that that guy's not Alan Tudyk, not paying attention that it's Matt Damon. <laughs> like, like, I was just like, there's yep. Alan Tudyk and Matt Damon just chilling. But uh, also, but I, I'm a little worried that uh, Matt Damon's just doing so many cameos. Is he going to do a movie again? <laughs> like, just him? I think that Matt Damon has strategically agreed to do cameos in order to never have to play a superhero. I mean, good for him. He's taken himself out of the running. Yeah, because he's done a lot um, now. Well, not yeah. a lot, but more than others. But the. More than others, but yeah, between doing the one for Thor, I was and thinking about the, the Martian here. cameo um, that was, or not the Martian cameo. That's the, the whole film. Uh, the 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 prequel, <laughs> the prequel really to the Martian, cameo. which is Interstellar. Um, that cameo, I was just like, is he just only doing cameos now? At a certain point, I'm just not going to be excited to see him anymore. I mean, most of the time it's when he's hanging out with Casey Affleck. But other than that, I'm, I'm oh, like, I'm not, not, su- <laughs> just not super excited to see him anymore. It's like the person who keeps surprising you at a certain point. You yeah, just I'm like, expect oh, surprises. I haven't seen Matt Damon for a um, bit. He's probably in this next blockbuster. But I think, I think Brad Pitt between this and being the weatherman for. Um, so from so from what I remember, Brad Pitt was like in the like pretty contentious running for cable but schedule didn't work so i think this is great i i was reading about it afterwards and it was saying he was just there for two hours of post-production there's a the, the jim jeffrey show mm-hmm. on comedy central their official weatherman is brad pitt and he's just called their but the jim jeffrey show's weatherman and he comes in and does like a subpar job of like doing the weather for them and it's it's brad pitt he's done like six episodes he just shows up and does the weather and it's hilariously awkward Um, i I guess i've just never watched the jim jeffrey show it feels like neither have i i've only watched the clips where brad pitt is the weatherman because it's um it's fun it feels like post-divorce he's just Kind of having fun with his life. It's just like, yeah, I produce a lot of movies. I don't need money. So what's fun? I, I want like to do something kids. fun. Right? Oh, my uh, God. Wait, so um, many children. Six. Six kids? Six kids. I don't think he ever technically no, he adopted, adopted Maddox, did he? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so you got the older, no, three. The two adopted, and then the four Zahara, you've got Pax, you've got Maddox, and then you have... Shiloh, Vivian, and Knox. And, uh, All the boys have X's in their names. Don't know why. Lord. Someday one of them will be president. Probably Shiloh, because Shiloh goes by John now. Shiloh's going to run with uh I was thinking Sur- Surrey Cruz, but yeah. Nah, Surrey Cruz got too much baggage. Sorry, coming to this world a Scientologist, what are you going to do? You'll never hold elected office, Surrey Cruz. You should have thought about that before you were conceived. Uh, yes. That old argument. Obviously. So, so Deadpool 2. 
Deadpool 2. It was it's about as meandering and rambling as this podcast. I mean, visually so really pretty, it's though. Apropos. Like they visually, yeah. I mean, that they use that budget well. Uh, Grace Randolph was actually talking about how in that opening sequence after, like, they they murdered uh, Vanessa. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to laugh about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. died. Um the whole James Bond thing, it was so, it was so beautiful. And also like, I started forgetting to like, look at the, their whole credit like bit, but it was just a really mm. pretty thing to watch. But yep. I was like, wait, are they doing James Bond? They're doing James Bond. Him sitting on his own hand as a gun. Yeah. Like he just, uh, I, I really enjoyed that. Like he's, they're having fun. They're just and having you can fun. Feel it. And it, that's what this movie is. It's it is fun. Like above all else, regardless of whatever critiques or criticisms we have about it, it was fun. No one's no one's gonna go to Deadpool 2 who likes superhero movies and not have yeah. fun. Unless you have squeamish sensibilities. Okay. But yeah, no, I agree. But saying that, what was your biggest disappointment in this film? Killing off Vanessa. I mean, they kind of fixed it at the end. We'll see if it's actually fixed. But I was like, she's supposed to get powers. Let her get powers. Let not kill her. No, they. I mean, they set it up really nicely because they're not 100% sure if there's going to be a film. They have Brolin committed to doing four if they do it. And this was just his and, intro. And apparently Drew Goddard is signed on to write and direct X-Force and they, they're still plugging away. So we'll see what the Disney acquisition does yeah. to this. Bob Iger has been pretty, we're keeping Deadpool and going to leave you know him alone, but say goodbye to the rest of the X-Universe because they are going to jettison that shit, let it sit for a while, and then let Kevin Feige play Feige. with it. Because it's Feige not. just has way too many toys. I feel like he's like a puppet master of all of all things I care about. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely holding a lot of cards. I mean, can you imagine what his retirement bonus will be like when Kevin Feige retires? More cards than Gambit. More cards than Gambit. Ooh, that's solid. I thought so. Speaking of, I, like I want that. a Gambit movie. <laughs> Me too. It's never going to happen. I want Channing Tatum but... as Gambit. He's going to age out of it before gonna, it like, happens. I don't know. Which Maybe sucks. Matt Bomer. Bomer is that his name? Ooh, I could see him yeah, doing it. that'd be solid. Just casting. not Taylor Kitsch. I, I take John Carter no. back to Mars. I, I'm done with him. <laughs> um, I am on fire. <laughs> no. You are. You know who else I would actually cast? Is um, yeah, considering it's going to take mm -hmm. a few years for us to get another X movie, mm -hmm. probably. I would cast uh, the kid from Teen Wolf and the Maze oh, Runner Dylan movies. Oh, Dylan O'Brien. Yes, I could I could I get mean, behind a Dylan O'Brien game. Kind of reminds me too much of Hayden Christensen in that he sort of seems like a fence post that knows kind of how to act. But he does action well yeah. enough that and Gambit is such a one-liner kind of character that I think I think it could work if he can do the accent. Otherwise just I don't know, just find find me some some Darren sexy Chris. kid from New Orleans. Ooh. Going, I guess I'm like on a Ryan Murphy kick with Matt, Matt Bummer too because he did a lot of the, or he did some AHS. Yeah. Uh. Um, but Darren Chris, he, he, I could see him. He's got like a, he's got range. If he decides to take a break, he could, his music he could definitely act it. Yeah, he could definitely act it. I'd want him to probably lose some weight. If that sounds mean, but I want like a real wiry. Well, look gambit. at watch watch him in uh, American Crime Story. He's super wiry. 
Yeah, he's Is super he? wiry. Well, comparatively. I don't. I, I haven't watched this season of American I mean, Crime it's, Story. I, I, for me, I started watching it. And I'm like, I want to wait until this is done because the suspense is hard. And so that's why I did with O.J. Simpson. And also, you know, right. I was just lazy. But Well, and with O.J., I didn't know what was going to happen. Is it, Did he do it? Did he not do it? Uh, so Vanessa was uh, your well, biggest disappointment. <laughs> utter disappointment. Because she's funny and she's fun. And she was a great pairing with him in the first one. And it was... She very much felt like a, a supporting character, but not in like... She could hold her own. Yeah, she wasn't just sitting there pining away and waiting. It was like, she was fine. She was competent. She was capable. And she wasn't going to take shit. And so for her to die pretty unceremoniously, I was like, oh, man, I liked her. So let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, She was a strong female character in the first one. So obviously she has to die to send a message. Right. We need to make sure that only if you live in Wakanda or Themyscira can you have your shit together as a female in a superhero movie. Yeah, that's that's basically the rule. That's what's allowed. <laughs> oh, Juggernaut sucked. I just was thinking about that Juggernaut. Like they made this whole big deal about like, well, Juggernaut was not given proper due in X Men. It was the third X-Men, right? He was in? Yeah, last stand. Um, and they, they made such a big deal about bringing Juggernaut in and cutting the, char- the, the human character aspect of Juggernaut to give him more. T- and I was just so underwhelmed by him. I was like, you look like a whirling dervish. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> Juggernaut. And the song was great. The Juggernaut I'm- song was great. Well, and like him, him fighting Colossus was fine, but I, I didn't need it. I didn't miss it. Didn't need it. It was, it was cute, you know. Didn't. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. I did wish that um, they had made a joke about that line where he says, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch," in in Last Stand, and I wish Colossus had been like, "I am Colossus, bitch," <laughs> or something. Well, my biggest appointment, my biggest appointment, my big disappointment was probably Domino. And I loved, I love the actress, Zazie, is it Zazie? Zazie. Zazie. I I really, I liked her energy and everything. And I was telling you before we started really recording that I couldn't put my finger on exactly what it was that irritated me about her. Like, I liked her. Like, there was nothing like wrong fundamentally with her i kind of felt like i had a gamora thing where it was just like there wasn't something that exactly like bothered me fully about her but there was something that i didn't like and for me with and grace randolph put it really well where this because of her her superpower basically being that she can manipulate luck she's very easygoing like she has this very easygoing demeanor in throughout the whole film, and that just did not really fit. And that's what I think ultimately what what bothered me because I feel like though Deadpool is very based on comedy and just like never taking anything seriously, it's like a tense kind of comedy where you're like it, it's sort of I don't know it's a it's a Woody Allen level anxiety of comedy. Yes, and yes. that was not what how she was playing it, and so yeah, that was my issue. 
I, I think that what she was doing could have worked had we not seen so much of her luck in action yeah. in the trailers. Like if we hadn't seen any of that, and then you could see her having all the luck stuff work out for her. Her being chill seems pretty justified, and it seems, you know, great. But if you could, like, put an exclamation mark on it of, like, as, like, she steps, you know, lands and something flies by and almost hits her, she, like, lights a cigar off the yeah. flaming wreckage that's passing. Or something, if she did it with a little, if there was a little, like, just a punctuation, a little flare instead of, like, landing in the panda, if she just had mm-hmm. a little sort of stamp of showmanship, I think it's the, sh- I think showmanship is is what I would have just given her on the end of her sequences just a little a little flair so that it seemed like she was playing the same game as everyone else yeah because otherwise she's just like that really yeah but she just sort of seemed like like the friend that comes to a party where everyone's drunk and she's stoned like that's what it felt like yes yes everyone's actually where everyone's on acid and she's stoned (laughs) yeah not not that i've ever (laughs) had that experience but that's what i imagine it to be yeah. I'm growing back my legs. Okay. <laughs> I just, uh, speaking of drugs, I'm just seeing the when he opens the floorboards and takes out the cocaine and he has a box in there labeled the cure for blindness. <laughs> it's just sitting in her apartment. <laughs> and she's there blind. There were so many good little so moments bad. like that. Oh my gosh. I laughed so hard when they're in the X-Mansion. And he's ta- and he's come and oh, yeah. he's doing the whole X Men bit again, where it's like we only see two X Men, and, and then you, the first thing I see is Evan Peters, who is just such like he is a person that you just see, and you're just like, you're fucking kidding me, and then you like realize like there's like five of them, in there and they're having a meeting and shut the door, but it was so good and it was so fun. I loved that. It gave me hope for it the for Dark Phoenix, solid. honestly, that they have like a sense of humor about all of this. I think I hope that if Dark Phoenix does get made and make it to theaters before this deal goes through, I would love it to just be a ridiculous like '90s style space adventure. Just send up the whole franchise and be like, "We're fucking out." Yeah. <laughs> Let's I mean, do it. I, I feel like the Phoenix is where the franchises end. Like it's mm-hmm. Jean Grey is such an interesting character. I feel like she's she's been done well, but not to the point that she deserves in any way. And I I'm not sure if it will happen. Uh, but I feel like that storyline is sort of where the X Men franchises like to end. Well, and like I'm I'm hopeful for. Um, an MCU takeover of the X-Men oh, hells because yeah. you could do Dark Phoenix after like eight movies mm-hmm. of time with Jean mm-hmm. Grey and you could really build to it instead of the traditional formula that's been like, well, we've had her around for one movie. So in the next one, we need to start talking about Dark Phoenix stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that, that would be really nice. I have to say though, I, I, I heart Evan Peters as far as Quicksilver goes, and I I want him to. I'm not ever going to really, I think, see another Quicksilver the same way. Like, they've just done him well. Like, I wish they had given Professor X half the props, like, as far as, like, they give Evan Peters. They, I think they coveted him, and they, and they did well with him, but then you sort of left James McAvoy 
begging for scraps on the on the side of the road. I think I think his Quicksilver would be a great one to add to an X Force or a Deadpool three. I think he could seamlessly one hundred percent agree. That. Yeah, and that'd be a nice little saving grace for it. But um, but there was there was a lot to love in this oh, movie. Hell yeah. There was a lot that was very fun, especially if um, if you're big old dumb nerds. I don't know anyone who's um, a big old dumb nerd. What on earth are you talking about, Daniel? <laughs> Um, I I have to say Ryan Reynolds really brought it. There were a lot of jokes at his own expense from the jokes about Canada uh, or Canadians to the jokes about Ryan Reynolds, like signing the box, Ryan Reynolds. I felt like that was a little too many for me. I just appreciated him killing himself reading the Green Lantern script. That was amazing, but also that was. Did you did you see that the kid with the cereal is the kid who plays the young young David in Legion? Oh, you, yeah. Oh, is it? They, there's so oh. many like jo- inside jokes that are going on. But the kid looked super familiar, so I looked him up, and he's David Holler in Legion. Huh. Didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. I need to watch Legion. I know I need to watch Legion. I watched like three episodes. I haven't started second season I, yet, but I don't feel like that's on bored. me yet. No, it's not. You don't owe them well, anything. I, I used to like. You don't owe them that anything. was my. My break at work, I would just watch Legion. I had certain shows I watched at certain at certain points, and Legion was one of my shows over the summer. Uh, t- how time has changed. Time truly has changed. Oh, it's my dog. I was like, what's that? Get it, I was like, what's that noise? No, she's just stretching and then going back to sleep because she's so bored with me. So yeah, there was a lot of good in this movie, though. Like there was, I, I think, I, I mean, I know you feel Ryan Reynolds, like he did a great job. I also thought just, it was kind of cool having him out of costume more. It. Yeah, it made it less of like a voiceover role yeah, on a CGI that's, puppet. That's how I felt. Like it's, it's like, and it just made it easier to sort of understand him. Like, I, I don't know. It was just, you got sort of an idea of who he was more like domestically and less like in a fight scene. Like there were lots of scenes where they're just like sitting or he's like in in his Crocs. And I, I did appreciate Deadpool wearing Crocs. I Yet thought again. That was, if any superhero was going to. Well, he to, wore Crocs in the first be... one too, which I wouldn't remember if I hadn't watched Deadpool last night. Fair um, enough. No, and for me, my my highlight, you you know, is Julian Dennison as Russell or Firefist. Uh, Such you know, a so, I mean, like, I, I loved the reaction though when they were just like, Pff. Uh, he. So I. His stupid little pen that he kept up his butt. Yeah, the uh, the old prison, the old prison purse wallet. or the prison wallet. Yeah. So I. Uh, no, I loved that. That made me laugh so hard, but. Uh, I've loved him since Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, I've recommended that movie to you. Not sure if you ever actually saw it, but he's he's very similar in character. But I loved that when they wrote this role, they had no other person they wanted for it, and that they let him be from New Zealand. They gave they let him keep his regular accent. They didn't like explain why he was there. They didn't overdo it. But then they also cast a new an yeah. older like uh, Lord of the Rings stuntman, I believe as the older version of him, which I thought was, a, and he's also from New Zealand, which I was like, oh, Kiwis. Yeah. But, Kiwis. but I love him. Works I love out. Julian Dennison. I think he's just got this really great delivery of things where 
he's adorable, but also just like so believes in what he's saying. And there's just an earnestness and a toughness to him that I just want to hug him. And also I'm mildly terrified of him. It's the, yeah, cool effect of like child actor where it's like, yeah, no, I, I get that thing. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. cool. It's the, it's the like constantly validating yourself in the most un unbelievable way possible i just i love that about about kids when they're always like isn't that like the coolest is that don't do you want to do that yeah i love that i love that thing things awesome but i think he also played it vulnerable in a really nice way and i think he he's was a really interesting take on on like a an antagonist in a way and so i thought i i really enjoyed it i there was apparently um Juggernaut was supposed to be a little bit more when in prison, like a devil on his shoulder kind of instigator. And I kind of would have liked that dynamic. I think it would have, if he could have played on his vulnerabilities after he hears Wade say he doesn't care about him, I think that would have been a really good scene to have as far as the transition. But also teen, like preteens, teenagers, they're really volatile. So I think you can just go with it and be like, them kids. Plus, he's an orphan. So, as an orphan who's been systematically abused, it's like, yeah, his trust is probably shaken pretty yeah. easily. I did love that they made in a, a, a BVS joke about, and then we found both found out that our mother's names were Martha. <laughs> our name was Martha. Oh, so good! I loved it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty solid. What um, what were some of your favorite jokes? Oh in this? God, there were a lot. Um, honestly, anything. Anything with Peter made me really, really happy. He was just adorable. And I think it's probably because you 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 got me to watch Catastrophe on Amazon. Uh, so and good. so I just I, I love him now. And so but uh that was that was pretty great. I have to agree that a lot of the jokes on Ryan Reynolds' behalf were pretty awesome. Uh, and for me, I kind of liked that they just really played up the whole Deadpool, maybe, you know, liking, liking uh, Colossus. That, that was, was really fun. fun for me. I did. I liked him, him hitting on Colossus. Yeah, no. And then like the like end scene where like, don't fuck uh, Elvis, don't fuck Colossus. That was great. Yep. Um, and honestly, all the little cameos, those were uh, like the jokes that they were making. And I just thought they were really, really funny. And pretty much the entire scene between every scene in the prison between Wade and Russell, just I, I found both endearing and hilarious. It, it was so crazy. Like as like the cancer is like hitting him, like the, how the dynamic changed was really great. Oh, oh. And uh, when when Deadpool comes up to the the like situation at the orphanage and he's wearing the trainee, the X-Force or the X-Men trainee. Yeah, and it's it's, it's like a, a the mesh jersey, like the, football yeah. oh, God, jersey. Yeah, that was kind of so thing. great. Oh, yeah. And every time he was like, I'm an X-Men trainee. Oh, and then, oh, and his thing about the X-Men being an incredibly dated and offensive term. <laughs> his whole joke about that. Yeah, okay, oh, yeah. that's it. We're Sorry, I keep thinking about them. forward thinking and gender yeah. neutral. Uh, what about you, Dan? What were your favorite jokes? Um... My favorite joke was when he said the only thing that can beat us, uh, the only thing more popular than us is Jesus. 
and he's making a passion of the Christ joke and he turns to the camera and he's like, we beat them overall. But, and he's like, it's like God, us. He's like, they beat us more domestically, but we know that this is a global business. <laughs> and he's like, just doing the little, the little comparison about their box office numbers. I felt like that joke it was, made was for you. crafted in a lab oh, for no. me. I was like, God, it's the business of movies, guys. He's talking about box office totals. Are you not seeing this? This is um, hilarious. Yeah, you and Skylar are so similar in that. He loves... I'm sorry, oh, who's Skylar? You and the guy that sit next to me in most of the films I'm at. It's very weird. But um, uh, he loves box office humor. And so he gets really excited about it. And he starts like, uh, he like gets closer and he's like, did you hear? Did you hear? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I am definitely that guy. That joke and when he was... When he pulled the line from Avengers, Age of Ultron, and goes, hey, big fella, sun's getting pretty low. <laughs> like like when they try to calm down the Hulk. <laughs> oh, that, that was a good one. Um, and uh, I think the only other joke that I, I really loved was when he went back in time and saved Peter. And saved go. Peter's life. And was like, just go home. Go home, buddy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like Harry and the Hendersons. I don't want you. Yeah. We don't, can't you see? We don't want you anymore. Just get out of God, here. God, I loved when, uh, uh, when Peter was trying to save Zeitgeist. He's like, X-Force forever. X-Force forever. X-Force forever. <laughs> oh, just gets his arm. Yeah. Oh, God, that movie. Uh, oh, it's man. so funny because I, I was scratching my head for a lot of this movie because, like, not what I expected. But it was really, really good. And I think I think I liked it better than the first one, for sure. Oh, easily. For sure. Yeah, hands but down. Def- origin, I hate origin shit nine times out I of ten. I didn't hate Deadpool, but I think it was just, it was very easy to just laugh. I felt like in the theater there were less, like, overt laughter, like, moments and it was a lot more internal of like, oh yeah, that was kind of funny. Like, da, da. but I think overall it just like it sat better, and I enjoyed it more. But I think I also it wasn't what I expected because I felt like it was a little heavy-handed in the first one, where it's just like, here's all this comedy we're throwing it at you. Look, we aren't taking anything seriously. Pull, pull. Yep. They're just vomiting like Exorcist style on me. Um, but yes. Oh, oh, the uh, yeah. really quick. The other best joke was when he referred to the fundamentalist creep who ran the orphanage when he referred to his assistant as Jared Kushner looking yeah. motherfucker over there. That was <laughs> that really was, good. That, that was, was pretty good. funny. I was like, wow, impressive. <laughs> right? I was I was expecting a, a Trump joke, but I I, I feel think like that a, one was rewritten and then just was... they did some some ADR on it. Yeah. Um I, I'm curious what what the motorcycle sequences with Domino were like. Um, what part that played in the big chase scene. Obviously, all of those were cut after the tragic death of the stunt person who was um, doing her stunt work and was killed. Um, but... I'm I'm just 
curious intellectual. I'm glad it's not in the movie because I think that'd be an incredibly poor taste. But I'm I'm just intellectually curious as yeah, to no, what I'm, I feel the same way. That would have been, but yeah, it, it would be it would have been interesting to see. But also, yeah, I mean, I get it. Um, so yeah. there were a lot of wild cards, though. I feel like in this, what was your favorite wild card? Uh, I did not expect to like Yukio so much. She didn't. She didn't do she didn't anything. Do anything. <laughs> it's just. I- she didn't do anything. She like gave gave Negasonic Teenage Warhead a kiss on the cheek and then just like waved and was cute and just like hi hi Wade. <laughs> hi Yukio. Yeah, their relationship was, was so, great. I just it was one of those you ever have somebody that you just instantaneously when you meet them, they're just like, Yeah, you're you're cute. You're great. I like yeah, you. Yeah, I met you. Yeah, and I met Riley, so <laughs> There you go. No, but I think I actually knew I was going to like you forever when I brought truffles to you guys were having like a, a gathering and I wasn't going to stay because I had to work. I brought a bunch of homemade truffles and you you went, you make truffles? And you took the box and you ran into the kitchen. Guys, Adair makes truffles. And you just ran away and I never saw you again. Um, that sounds about right. Uh, no, and that was when I was like, I like that kid. These accolades. I could I could get used to these. <laughs> he appreciates that I know how to mix half and half with chocolate. <laughs> Dip in powder. Um, Don't tell people that's all it is. It makes it sound less no, impressive. No, I mean, there's other things. There's a lot of butter. It's stuff that you would never eat now. No, not anymore. You're strong, bro. Proud of you. No, I'm fat. It looks like strength, but I'm You're just fat. You're fat, bro. You're fat. I'm wow. hitting. Cutting that out. <laughs> You've never looked better. Also, did you get a haircut? No, I I like it. It look it looks very handsome. Thank you. I think when you pair it with my mustache, I look a little bit like a cop slash Nazi. But you know, that's all right. Miami Vice need needs a comeback, and I feel like you're the man. <laughs> no, I think it looks good. I think I have some competition as far as my relationship goes. If Skylar sees you like that, that's true. But who could blame him? Hmm? Me. Who Me. Could I could blame, blame him. him. Yeah, that's true. You should. I could, think. should, would. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, as I, I think I've said, my wild card was Peter. Like, I loved him. I loved yeah. him every every moment. Just it, for the scene and a half he was in. Just saw the ad. Looked like fun. Yeah, I just, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed his, his facial hair. It was, it was, it was good. Uh I love, you know, an, an earnest character where you're just like, oh, you're cute. Yeah, it's 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 a fun it's a fun part to have in the film. Yes, I agree. Uh, so, Dan, got to ask if you could if you could change anything. Is there anything you would change? Don't kill Vanessa. Figure it out, writers. Don't kill Vanessa. It made me angry. And because, not because I'm against killing someone for the sake of motivation. I understand that. However, we'd only had one movie with her. This is such a weird conversation. We only had one movie with a character. That is, God, we are spoiled in the time that we live in. However, I want her to get her fucking powers already. Don't give her the same name. Don't make her a character that is a mutant and then just ne- have her never be a mutant and then kill her off. Like, just you could have made somebody yeah, up. exactly. That's a thing with strippers. You can just give them a name. 
Yeah, it's fine. They can have a name. That's just a, you know, for the right amount of money, you can call them whatever you want. Yeah, true. I mean, I wouldn't know, but I would, I I will trust your opinion on this. (laughs) But I also, the only other thing that I would change is I would have given, I would have gotten Deadpool and Cable on the same side a little bit sooner. Because the fun with the with those two characters is how you know the straight man to meta Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I know? love that the two like versions of an antihero too. Yeah, exactly. Where it's you have one like that's a murdering psychopath with tumors in his brain who talks to the fourth wall, and you have another like more militaristic Terminator style psychopath with tech eating into his brain. Um, yeah, it was good though. I think I I honestly I forget that Josh Brolin's actually a pretty decent actor because of the roles that he's in and there was like brief glimpsing moments where I was like oh, I can see the pain in your face and oh and okay you're back to fighting okay. yeah he's I would have liked a little more nuance with him for sure I I think if I I would have I don't know I have a lot of love for him in No Country for Old Men and I would have liked to see more of that in this character. I get that that's not what he's doing, but he has the potential to have a lot of nuance to his silence. And I would like to see that. I would also like Finesse not to die. I would also like either more of a buildup on Juggernaut as a character prior to his abilities um, or to just make him seem less bizarre and one note because he was super one note yeah and you know and i i i i really hoped i had faith in that but those are those would be my rewrites for the most part i feel like the majority of plot and main characters was solid i think you had some really fun cameos i find the fact that the all the x-force died was ridiculous and wonderful i think there was a really good wonderful the, the like quote of wonderful heartfelt and then like comedy r- randomness was great insanity. Yeah, the insanity yeah it it was it was well balanced in that regard um but you know what i think they really screwed up on what the name of oh this what movie. would you rename it no i was gonna well, ask so you what would you I rename would, it i would rename it deadpool colon juggernaut origins what would you? <laughs> That's pretty good. What would good. you have renamed it? Um, I would have renamed it Deadpool: colon, The Ryan Ryan Reynolds Apology Tour. I like that. I like that, especially if they went live with it. It'd be great. Oh yeah. Well, I'm hoping that if they bring it, depending on you know, obviously how all this Fox stuff goes, um, it's not. I mean, everyone acts like it's like completely settled, but I mean, it's not. So we don't know. But if they came back, I, I really look forward to seeing a buildup. I like to see Domino sort of create her own role in this. I, I want to see more of a team up between Cable and Deadpool. I want to see Vanessa back. I mean, I want to see this whole like bizarre family kind of expand. And I would love if Quicksilver joined the team. I would love yeah, it. I think that would be a great way to save what's best from there. Um yeah, that'd be stellar. Storm would be fun too if they could let her be funny. I love Alexandra Ship. She's adorable. 
I just want my storm to actually talk to the weather, like in the cartoon. Winds guide my power. <laughs> like just the ridiculous poetic Shakespearean. Like I want her to feel like she's right out of the tempest. She is kind of tempest-esque. Um, right. Yeah. No, I would love that. But I was all in all really happy. I'm. I'm trying to keep my expectations low for the film we're going to see next week and probably talk next week about. Uh, How low? So, so low? Damn it, you stole my so joke. So low. <laughs> you knew my joke. You were like, Adara's been too funny this episode. Gotta steal her joke. No, you had my, you had your, I'm building to a setup face on. <laughs> bitch. Um, just being so cool and collected about it. No, I, I'm trying to keep my, my expectations so low. But, uh, you know, I'm, I have hope. I, I really love Donald Glover. That's what I've got. <laughs> he's a good addition, um, and he gives me hope as well. I'd say he's a new hope. Living it, sitting it, sighing it, dying it. <laughs> Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan. A Secret Weapon Production.